0: Listening to Kevin McCullough Radio Breaking News as it happens, what it means and, and why it
1: matters. Kevin uh, we
2: no, no.
0: Welcome to a Monday. We got a lot to talk about, including Uh, The role that women will play and education in the upcoming election. Plus, it's a Money Monday. We're going to take a look at your dollars and how we can help you protect some of those. Stay with us.
3: Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin
4: McCullough. The big dog has come
1: out of
5: nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Uh, nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. he's playing the role as well as anybody well. could. Kevin McCullough
2: is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: All right, very glad to have you with us. Thank you, Kevin McCullough. Glad to be with you. It is... Uh, it, it is a day I'll never forget a few years ago. There was a, um, salesperson here at, um, the Salem station in New York. His name was Jim. He loved to have, uh, what I would call circular conversations about topics that he would love to just come back and revisit all the time over and over again. He couldn't stop talking about some of these topics. And one of his favorite ones was, and he would corner me, you know, we'd go down and grab a bite of lunch. And he would corner me, and he would say, Kev, I've got the solution. <laughs> I saying to him, I, I don't remember anybody asking me uh, what, what, if I had a problem, but what's the solution? And he goes, no, 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 it's it's a big solution. Everybody, it's a solution that everybody needs. I thought to myself, wow, if this kid's come up with a solution that everybody needs, I, I, I want in on that. Like, what's the, uh, what's the takeaway? What's the side? And he said, "This is it. This is, you ready? You ready to hear the solution? Uh, you want to know the secret to life? You want to know the, the the one thing that will make American life better than?" And now he's starting to put qualifiers on it. So I'm saying to myself, "Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't want to know." He goes, "No, here, here it is. You ready?" They need to declare the Monday after the Super Bowl the next national holiday. <laughs> and I just thought that was the goofiest thing because. If they played a football game yesterday, um, if you've got work to go get done, to, that's a privilege. That's an awesome thing. That's a great thing you get to do. So who wants a holiday at the time that is the Super Bowl? Although I, I bet there's a Bowl if we offered it. So and I'm not saying I, I I wouldn't take the day if they offered it, but I don't think there's a need to start uh, a push to get the Monday after the Super Bowl declared as the national uh, as a national holiday I, I honestly don't think that would be good for much of anybody um, Something that was interesting on Super Bowl Sunday though was this: uh, for the second year in a row, um, a little tradition that normally goes along with it has not been observed. Um, and this is the only time in the modern era that this tradition has not been observed and it's not been observed the last two years. And it is this. Normally, the President of the United States sits down with the top anchor from the network that hosts the game to have a chat about national policy. Normally, um, you would have the Sunday morning or the 6 p.m. weeknight anchor. In this case, I believe that would be Nora O'Donnell for CBS News, would have sat down one-on-one exclusive with the President you know, from the Oval Office or somewhere. They, they would pre-tape it a- ahead of time. It wouldn't be live. But it would be a sit-down, one-on-one, with the nation's first citizen. The president, the man that, that s- serves the people because the people you know, voted him in, and he serves the people, and, uh, and it's good. I think it's good to hear from that person what the current situations are and what he intends to do about them while he's still on the job. You would also think that in an election year, if he's running for reelection as the current president intends to, um I guess he actively is now he's been through a primary or he's coming up on a wall. Um you would you would anticipate That in light of that, that he would love 30 minutes of airtime in front of the entire nation to basically kind of ran for office and this is why I'm running again and I want there's so much I want to do for the country and and all the rest of it. You would just think that that would be a normal kind of no-brainer, 30 minutes of airtime around the biggest event in the calendar year for America's period because there's nothing else that comes close to it on TV you know they've had over the last few weeks they had the Golden Globes and they had the the Grammys and you know it's award season but there's nothing there's nothing like award season when it comes to the Super Bowl it is just the it is the consummate American um you know professional it thing uh Period. And so here you have the president who has the chance to talk to the people, and he's decided for the second year in a row that he's not going to give the people the chance to hear from him. And I, I'm sorry, I think the people kind of rejoiced yesterday. I think part of the reason it's kind of what's interesting about the presidential and have become like the royal. Addresses from the royal family to the British Empire on the occasions of, you know, whatever those occasions are—the Christmas and the Easter whatever uh, the Queen used to, you know, make the formal ad- addresses from—but they they, they carry with it so much kind. Of this is a moment, and this is something that you know needs to be uh, uh, kind of commemorated, and the presidential. Interviews on Super Bowl Sunday have kind of come to represent that it's it's an official tradition that people anticipate and they want to hear from the commander in chief, especially if we're facing you know global conflicts or other things at the time. After the. Uh, President made last Friday, uh following the re- the release of the report, he said that President Biden's behavior has made him start sleeping like a baby every night, and that wasn't that wasn't a good thing. He wasn't saying I'm sleeping like a baby every night because I'm I'm at peace about what the former president or what the president said. He said uh, I- I'm sleeping like a baby every night like this. I wake up, I wet the bed, and I start crying. <laughs> Begala and Carvel were both hardcore Democrat operatives. Um. And just a reminder, they're both on the President's side. But their concerns are valid. Because can someone, anyone, anyone at all, answer me this question? If the leader of the free world is too feeble to be held accountable for his misanalyze documents, how is he not too feeble to be the man who manages the nuclear and sends our kids into war? And it's all the policies for domestic law enforcement, and all the things that the president does. Um, when he was asked about some follow-up questions after the republic, he agitated, incoherent. He got belligerent at the people asking questions. And those questions aren't going away anytime soon. And you can't be both the president incident the way President Biden likes to talk about himself a lot and also be the one who's too delusional and equated and incoherent to be too feeble to be accountable for what they've done they can't hide it they can't hide his diminished state they can't hide his confusion they can't hide his inability to be cognizant of what's going on they can't hide that he's too feeble to be able to just do the job and Mm -hmm. since there's no hiding any of that now they're going to have to hide him which means he may start campaigning from the basement. Go around. I don't know. I would prefer him not do that. I would prefer that the American people get a chance to see both candidates and make a decision for themselves. Oh, McCullough, that's my thought. When we come back, No situation. Elections was full. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us.
6: numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs. The number two for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero. Which is my PSA. Zero. After Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment. What every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four. Important for every man with prostate cancer. One. Getting the most successful treatment. Two. Avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three. Keeping sexual function. Four. Maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman. 212 Choices. 212 Choices. To consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman. 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman.
7: You know, you see a huge group of people and maybe they're in line to do something and they seem happy? about it you have to wonder okay what am i missing what's going on here what are these people excited about well in this case it's thousands of people and they're joining Metashare. why well Metashare is a much more affordable alternative to health insurance it's reliable too it's a well-run community of christians they've been sharing each other's medical expenses for more than 30 years so it's proven and if you switch you'll likely save hundreds of dollars a month most members wind up paying about half what they used to and you know what they find they like it better MetaShares member satisfaction rate is 98%. That's way better than health insurance, as you might imagine. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. You get telehealth 24-7. Huge freedom in choosing your doctors. At least check into it. This may be one of those things where you're like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Why not start saving now? Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Listen to The
2: Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570, The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
8: Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill? Wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. And when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local business... Were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to None. If
5: you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you
3: take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem
1: Surround New York today.
3: This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com.
2: Time for Revival
5: with Pastor Vivian McCallman is now airing every Tuesday night from 9 to 10. Growing from 30 minutes to one whole hour every Tuesday night, you won't want to miss it. Join as Pastor Vivian McCallman brings you the light, love, and guidance you need in a time where most things are uncertain. Time for Revival with the one and only Pastor Vivian McCallman. Now from 9 to 10 every Tuesday night on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to
2: wear the uniform,
5: to be a soldier, to serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready, we're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard.
1: Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard.
5: Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us.
9: This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations Program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m.
2: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest comes to us uh, by way of Mississippi tonight. Uh, but she is someone that is very, very concerned about the welfare of women and children across the country. She has worked both locally and in the federal government of the Trump administration to try to achieve objectives uh, that would help those groups of people. And We're very excited to have her tonight. She's part of the America First Policy Institute. You know we love the America First people around these parts. Please put your hands together and welcome Lori Todd-Smith.
8: Hello, Lori. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for the introduction.
0: You've got it. Um okay, so I've been making this case, I've been trying to get people to pay attention to it and I think as we roll along this year more people will. But you're starting to hear, well, it's you're not starting to hear it. Nikki Haley tried to build an entire campaign around it that uh, somehow Joe Biden and Donald Trump can in no way speak to the needs of reasonable women. And I kind of disagree with that premise on a lot of different levels but you actually served 45 in the administration at the bureau of women and since they are such an important voting block this coming election what are your thoughts about the messaging of the two sides the, the biden camp and the trump camp in terms of uh what the future of women look like if you look at it through kind of the lens of those candidates
8: you know, that's uh, a great question. And the Women's Bureau, while I worked under President Trump, was so focused on women. Women, It just shocks me when I hear that someone might think that he, he wasn't. Um, the priorities of the administration during my time there were related to helping working women with child care, helping pass paid family leave. Uh, Ivanka Trump held an event at the White House on paid family leave and child care and the cost of child care. So these issues um In my 30-plus year in working in the education space and advocating as a working woman, I've never seen so much happen in the space for working women. Um, There are several studies that we did at the Women's Bureau that I thought were so interesting about wages. You often hear how um, unequal uh, wages are for women, but when you look at women's wages at the part-time level, Mm -hmm. we actually out-earn men, 108% salary wise and i think that's very um tells us a lot that working women need flexibility and working part-time might be best when you're raising your children so with the priorities around education um, during uh, trump's administration it was just night and day to what we're seeing now uh, in terms of priority for women
0: i want to talk about that for a second because two things that uh, the biden administration tried to put through congress but have since they didn't really get traction on, have taken towards more executive action now, um, deal with the idea of the gig economy and also uh, the au pair ruling that uh, they just tried to come down. But these are both uh, pieces of of legislative or executive action that focus women that would prefer to have, as you just mentioned, flexibility and time and location of where they work, And maybe they don't want to take a full time employment uh, somewhere because they don't want to put an eight to five in at an office, but they would like to write on the side as a part time writer or they would like to work as a musician or, uh, you know, uh, any number of fields that, you know, would take jobs on a more sporadic or as they would like to have the time to decide for them. One of my very good friends is a violin teacher here in the New York area and she doesn't want to form an LLC or join a group that makes her uh, become a a part of an entity. She just wants to teach violin and, and play gigs. But the Biden administration seems intent upon trying to monitor and observe and scrape up every last cent of earnings from anywhere that they can to the point that they're trying to put this kind of pressure on people that would prefer not to have it.
8: Yeah, I think that is so contrary to what the research says. And I do think working women just need the flexibility. And so to put more rules and regulations through the Department of Labor um, on those women is just going to pull more women out of the workforce like what we saw during COVID or unable to make a, a livable wage. So I think there's a lot of work we could do. I think companies are... Uh, there's there's some research about the child care issue, as you've probably heard a lot about how expensive it is for child care and the cost of it. And there are some rules that could make real significant changes in how companies offer benefits to working women. So the flexibility to work from home, the flexibility to have some assistance with your child care through your employer or having employers offer child care. Um, can really make a huge uh, difference for working women. And under the Trump administration, those are the types of things that I saw him advocating for. And with the help of Ivanka Trump's work in the paid family leave space, we made some, some great strides in there. But, um, again, just seeing some of this energy from, uh, that's happening right now being negative about, um, uh, regulating women's uh, ability to be flexible seems very contrary to the research. It's almost—it
0: seems almost as important to me to talk about the flexibility in the work style arrangements as it is the the pay rate. And I know that the left gets really focused on the uh, what they call the pay scale gap. Yes. Um, between men and women. They don't take into consideration actual experience and time on the job. They just say, well, you've been in the same field for 30 years, and so is he, so you should have identical paychecks. Even my wife was explaining to my daughter a few weeks ago uh, and my sons um why that doesn't work, because a lot of moms take time off to raise kids, and they're out of the skill set environment for a while, and when they come back in, they just have less time on the job. But you mentioned the part-time numbers. If if a woman stays in the field uh, to a full-time degree, are the numbers still disparate between men and women?
8: You know, it's really difficult to find the actual numbers because the data that's released by the Census Bureau is exactly what you just said. My husband's an engineer with over 30 years of experience and a new, a younger woman just entering the engineering field is not going to make as much as he does after his 30 plus year career. So it's very difficult to find those numbers and you almost hear nobody talking about it. So I do I do think there's a gap. I'm not saying there's not, but I do think there's a gap for a reason and I think more research should be done in that space and under a new administration I'm hoping that we can actually provide some of those numbers that give real data about the workforce so we can well, really I help think it's out. kind of
0: interesting that you you mentioned how sp- sparse the, the research is because I think it speaks to the idea and we're going to continue this thought into the next segment but I think it speaks to the idea that men and women are different and we do different things over the course of our lives um, and zero men are taking time off to give birth to children. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> They can't do that, <laughs> but we, we're not supposed to say that from a science perspective. But they, but science impacts policy, and policy is what we're talking about. Uh, Lori Todd Smith is with us from the America First Policy Institute. We love America First. Please stay with us. Coming right back from New York. Stay
9: here. Embark on an extraordinary cruise this fall with Alistair Begg. Immerse yourself in vibrant autumn colors and serene landscapes for seven life-changing days of spiritual renewal. From rugged Maine to the European charm of Quebec City, you'll encounter natural beauty and a region steeped in history. Imagine evenings under the stars sharing stories and making new friends while exploring charming villages, scenic lighthouses, and historic sites during the day. You'll also savor fresh seafood and delicious lobster. Join us for a journey that will refresh your soul and draw you closer to God with Alistair Begg and Salem Media on the Deeper Faith Canada and New England cruise. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519 or book online at DeeperFaithCruise.com.
4: The Your Daily Prayer Podcast provides timeless truths from God's Word to guide you through every day. Prayers for your hardest days and happiest ones. Prayers for when you wake up and when you lay down. We want to help you experience a richer prayer life today. Download Your Daily Prayer Podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or go to YourDailyPrayer.com That's YourDailyPrayer.com
2: The WMCA February Ministry of the Month is the call-in radio program The Narrow Path with Steve Gregg. My question is just, doesn't Romans 13 exactly apply to this country also? Listen weekday mornings at 4, evenings at 7, Saturday mornings at 11.
5: Romans 13, of course, is the famous chapter where Paul says that there are no authorities except those that are appointed by God.
2: Go to WMCA.com under Programs, click Program Guide to contact the ministry with your support. The Narrow Path, the February Ministry of the Month on WMCA like am 570 the mission then don't forget to like us on facebook so you can
5: find daily encouragement in your newsfeed. share your thoughts about the mission read inspirational articles interact with our hosts and find more information about our advertisers like us on facebook today
0: Hi, Kevin McCullough. Does elder care or state law ever confuse you? Does me. That's why I'm glad Mike Connors is available to answer your question every Thursday on Kevin McCullough Radio. Just send him your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. You can get your questions answered here on Kevin McCullough Radio. And he will also uh, answer them on his show, Ask the Lawyer. that Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and FM 102.3, The Mission, WMCA. And Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970 the answer. Learn more about end times and
2: Bible events on It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. And to wait for His Son from Heaven, whom He raised from the dead. Listen Monday through Friday afternoon at 2.30. Even Jesus delivered us from the wrath to come. Pastor Alan Davis and It's Prophecy Time on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission. WMCA.
3: This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get-together for Pragertopia Topia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com.
5: Like a- 570 The Mission? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook so you can find daily encouragement in your newsfeed. share your thoughts about The Mission, read inspirational articles, interact with our hosts, and find more information about our advertisers. Like us on Facebook today.
2: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin mccullough radio
0: and we're back. We're speaking with Laurie Todd Smith of the America First Policy Institute, who worked um, on the Board of Women under the uh, Trump administration. And she was explaining to us uh, a bit in the last segment about some of the d- disparities between men and women in the workplace. And I contend that the reason it's hard to get full-time data on women that have stayed full-time in the job, identical to full-time men who have stayed full-time in the job over the course of a particular career, is that likely... Uh, women have had different experiences. Sometimes they've uh, had children. Sometimes they've been out of the workplace for a period of time. Uh, sometimes they've changed careers, done other things. They haven't necessarily, um, you know, been isolated in one field for that full length of time. But Lori, we're not supposed to talk about that. We're not supposed to talk about the fact that women have the capacity and the capability and the God-given privilege. Of giving birth to children we're not supposed to talk about how um the studies show that it's great when mothers have the opportunity to nurture children before and after school and be available to their kids uh, on an ongoing basis we're supposed to talk about child care state sponsored uh child care uh, the the way that uh, i would say very similar to the way that the, the I mean, as in the socialists, think about it is just get that woman back in the workforce. Uh, she's got to be pulling her weight so that the the great machine continues to to ride. And the truth is, we have a lot of variable desires in uh, female voters in America. Some of them want to be in the workforce their entire life, and some of them do want to make use of their time. But they want to take time off and, and do something that only they can do, which is have those kids. And the left doesn't want to acknowledge those even simple basic desires that women have.
8: That's so insane that we even have to have that conversation, but mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. And, you know, the, the data is very clear on that. There's a right. a, a big decline at, when women have children and they choose to stay home. And I was one of those women when my children are grown now, but I chose to stay home. And um, there's they call it the penalty, really. You end up dropping out of the workforce and you lose those years of experience. And so, it's very hard to re-enter the workforce at the same level and men don't experience that um and so but who
0: calls it the penalty like since when is um
8: programming
0: and teaching and learning on and loving and nurturing and formulating a worldview for the next generation which is what moms have the unique opportunity to do in there? how is that a penalty you're shaping the world that's going to come after you in, in doing some of that
8: yeah, I think that's the, on the demand side, it's just the history of how things have been. But I, I do think things are changing. And I do think, uh, under the Trump administration, I really did feel this focus on the family and not just mothers, but in America first, we have a whole initiative related to the fatherhood issue, fatherlessness in America mm-hmm. and the important role fathers play. Um, you know, we can talk about workforce all you want, but the mom and the dad are the most important and very first teachers of their children and need to remain so over the years. I read a statistic many years ago, it's not really a statistic, but... Every, ch- you know, every child needs one person in their life that's crazy about them, uh, that makes them be able to succeed in life. And I always think about that when I'm nagging my daughter, but you have to have one person in your life. It, you know, and it really, if you don't, if your mom's at work all the time and your dad isn't even in the picture, those kids are starting school way behind others and it's very yeah. hard to catch up. So uh, well, I think that's Touching all-
0: on that just for these last couple of minutes. Um the the former president said in his speech the night before New Hampshire that he is going to ban DEI, CRT, gender theory, and a number of these other items that have replaced actual educating our kids and are taking up time now teaching them things about prote- uh, pronouns. Uh, gender reassignment, all kinds of things that most parents don't want their kids anywhere near, especially in the elementary years. What, what has to be the message concerning education for Trump going forward if he's to capture the hearts of moms that are genuinely voting on these issues and really do care about them?
8: Yeah, and I don't I don't speak for Trump in any way, but I, I have read all that he has written. And at America First, we have really focused in on some of these issues. As a former public school teacher, I cannot imagine when I was teaching, not teaching, reading, writing, math, science, and then having all this time to do all these critical race theory and gender ideology. And parents, honestly, are really fed up. And women in particular will have this at the top of mind as they go to vote this year. So it is a a bit of a school education renaissance time right now, I believe, and and parents are fed up with what's happening in the schools. There's federal law, I believe Trump uh, talked about actually. Um, Take removing federal funding for uh, school districts and states that are focused on this and don't take critical race theory out of the schools. Yeah. So um, parents don't want this diverted Which curriculum. is
0: the big hammer he can wield because that's exactly how Joe Biden got it into the schools. He threatened to take away school lunches and school breakfast programs if they didn't go along with it. So that can be undone. Regulations from the executive branch can be undone but you have to have the right executive get elected and um, I'll, I'll be pleased if the former president follows through on that promise if elected Lori todd smith a delight to talk to you please come back and see us again soon afpi is where she's at and you can get all things at a1policy.net uh, if you go and uh, look there uh, Lori todd smith thank you so much
8: thank you for having me
0: kevin mccullough coming right back from new york don't go anywhere
2: we're talking with Dan butterafuko of Butfugco and Associates Dan you and your firm get the right medical treatments for your clients you get around them you support them it's not all about the money
9: we have a rule in the office it's
2: a do unto others as you'd have them do unto you rule which you know who, where that comes from and basically we will not send you to any doctor that we wouldn't send our own family members to there are plenty of lawyers who will send you to doctors who will butcher you up to make the case better I think that's abhorrent I think that's evil and uh, it's not about making my firm money it's about getting you better and getting you back to your normal life. So we send you to only top doctors, hospital for joint diseases, hospital for special surgery, chiefs of, of neurology at Maimonides. I mean, we have a panel of doctors that are amazing and the type of doctors that you would want to see and will make you better. But if you go an associate screens all cases before starting so they can speak confidently in court, knowing all aspects of your case. Call them today to get more information at 800 4878 That's 800 800- 800-669-4878. now hurt
0: hi kevin mccullough you've all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times mike lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products you've heard me recently speak about the my slippers the giza sheets the my pillow 2.0 and more but some great news the my pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock They are extremely absorbent and still provide that cushiony, soft wonderfulness that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code WMCA. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That's MyPillow.com or 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798.
2: AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com, tune in, iHeartAlexa,
1: or Odyssey.com. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now, and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. Investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800 287 6691. That's 800 287 6691. We are proud.
9: Proud to serve. To serve
1: our country. To serve our local communities.
2: To wear the uniform.
5: To be a soldier. To serve abroad, when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters, to defend, to serve, to fight. We are always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard.
8: At SNC.TV and local now, channel 525.
2: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first
9: on Kevin McCullough Radio.
0: All right. Welcome, Kevin McCullough. Glad to have you with us. It's Money Monday where we talk about how to help protect and grow that which you have been earning, working so hard for and trying to see it grow to leave a legacy for your family. Hillary Kramer is back with us. She is my, uh, she is my, my queen of, of all things markets. She understands them. She understands the, the finer points. And, uh, Hillary, you said it all last year. AI is going to be the 500 pound gorilla. (laughs) In the room at 24, it continues to be. Every news story, every commercial that was on the Super Bowl this weekend had some sort of AI uh, kind of undercurrent to it. Um, where do you want to start?
4: Let's start with who the big winner is of tomorrow. And that is Palantir. That is Palantir, P-L-T-R. We've been talking about Palantir since it was an $8 stock, and it has grown 240% in the last 12 months. And every other week, sometimes every week, you know, week after week, I have been beating the drum on Palantir as the artificial intelligence company. Now, Peter Thiel, Republican, uh, Silicon Valley, brilliant PayPal founder, he is the man behind Palantir. Palantir has been a public company for many years now, but has never found a place for itself until now, until now, because Palantir assists in terms of AI with counterterrorism investigations. They help companies and countries all over the world, and they were very quiet because of the way they use Signal intelligence, okay, reconnaissance—the way they use analysts, operations, you know, and the way they've used their AI. But now, just like everything changes, right? This Denver, Colorado, a PLTR company, which again, new fifty-two week 50 high today at twenty-five twenty. Can it be a hundred dollar stock in the next twelve months? Yes, it can be. And I've put my money on the line saying that it's going to be. Hmm. So I want everyone to think about that. And it's and those who like a little bit of numbers here and there, try this on. The gross profit margin is eighty percent. An eighty percent profit margin. And when you say gross, it sort of takes things out like debt and all sorts of things that the company doesn't even have. And uh and have invested. Look, they've really invested um In making sure that they had a return on them on equity, and they they had to invest a lot in computers and programmers and really top notch talent so um really telling everyone, one more time, P-L-T-R, we said it at 8, we said it at 12, we said it at 15, but this is one that can go to 100 because everyone's looking for the next NVIDIA. Now, NVIDIA is a chip maker, N-V-I-D-I-A, ticker symbol N-V-D-A. Now, NVIDIA keeps hitting 52-week high. Okay, so it's hitting 52-week highs, and the question we have with NVIDIA is how much higher can it go? It can go higher, but today it's up, you know, 2.3%. It's a $1.8 trillion company. Can it be a $2 trillion company? Of course it can be. Um, is it going to be a $5 trillion company? Is it going to be at 4.6 and double over over 12 months? Probably not because... Um, institutional investors can only invest so much at one time. Now it's still going to make you money, but that's why your better bet is with a Palantir that's going to be out there buying, buying those NVIDIA chips out there, um, creating, you know, having the client relationships and using AI. Look, AI is great. I've always talked about oddity since it went public, which is, uh, like Sephora makeup, mm-hmm. It's an AI generated um, makeup company. Um, very much similar except that they're they're the one that has that brand spoiled child, which I get a kick out of. Um, yeah, that's great AI. And I own some oddity, but it's Palantir that's helping governments, right? That's helping governments figure out, you know, you know, who who's gonna be the next cyber cyber terrorist attack, what is the next terrorist attack? Or with whom are they at risk, you know, issues with Homeland Security. Um, and I'm not even talking about other areas where Palantir may be involved that are non, um, non-war, non non-cyber, non-terrorism related, but just uh, governments doing their business that, that they have to do to make sure that, that they keep people honest. So uh, that's what you want to really be thinking about is NVIDIA, Um, and Palantir. Palantir for your big money. Okay, so everyone should, uh, should be, should be thinking about those. I do think that we are going to see, um, other companies continue to do well. There was this arm holdings last week that it was like, it was like incredible how much arm went up. That's also a chip maker. Um, and they're a British chip maker. And if you look at the chart, um, Kevin, take a look at the chart. It's like paper we just went up. It went, it doubled, basically. It's 143. The market cap is 146 billion. To give you an idea, Palantir is still only what, 41 billion. Um, so ARM and, and at one point, you know, 4 trillion, you know, you're talking about, so ARM is only 10%. Right of the value of Nvidia, so oh, now there'd be antitrust issues. But you know, ARM has some room to grow. ARM has some room to go from 145 billion to 300 billion. You know, you could see you could see a double there because these chips that are the brains that 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 hurl forward the artificial intelligence um, programs to, to operate. You know, you got to have those chips. You got to have the brain, okay? It's like, you know, go back a 100 years. You can have a horse, but you can't do anything if you don't, you know, if you can't, you know, put reins in their mouth and have a saddle, but really the reins in their mouth, then you're just sitting on the horse, and it means nothing. So, um, yeah, you can have the best stallions, but without those chips, you know, you really have nothing. And so at a certain point, I think ARM, A-R-M, isn't that the, uh, yes, A-R-M is the is the ticker symbol there. That's another one that. That you have to really be uh, looking at. Um, there's also very something very interesting, which is Cloudflare. A lot of you haven't heard of Cloudflare. Um, uh, the ticker symbol is NET, N-E-T for Cloudflare. And uh, what Cloudflare does is it, it develops software for firewalled and traffic optimization and routing and network servicing and load balancing. But they work with NVIDIA, and that's really important um, part of what they do because. Um, Cloudfair's, Cloudfair's work helps NVIDIA's AI until you know this intelligence based apps work. Yeah, they're set and uh, and
0: well, docus- and on that note, uh, that's a little good little AI uh, overview for today. Uh, we've got a call it a day on Money Monday, but Hillary Kramer always glad for your help. HillaryKramer.com that's one L and a K. Kramer.com trading desk email is free. It's on the front page of that webpage, and I hope that you'll check it out. Kevin McCullough coming right back for this Monday. Don't go anywhere. This
5: is Seth Leibson from 960thepatriot.com for townhall.com. The special counsel's report constitutes a true Constitutional crisis. And who knew the reasons for not indicting Joe Biden would be more important than the conclusion that he should not be indicted? As the federal prosecutors found and wrote, Joe Biden did not remember when he was vice president, forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended, asking if it was in 2013 when he stopped being vice president, and forgetting when his term began, asking in 2009 whether he was vice president. He did not remember, even within several years, when his son, Bo, died. This report from federal prosecutors goes on to say Joe Biden has, quote, diminished faculties and faulty memory. For all the blather about the constitutional crisis we were supposedly in because of Donald Trump in 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020,
7: let me assure you,
5: we have a real constitutional crisis now. I'm Seth Liebson.
7: If you are 65 or older, you know this: watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's some great news. If you were just notified that your Medicare costs are increasing, a program out there can really help you with your medical bills, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. Medishare 65 Plus. It's not insurance. Members actually say it's better. It's a Christian healthcare community that aligns with your faith and where people encourage and pray for you. And Medishare 65 Plus is a low cost option for those with Medicare parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You choose any Medicare provider, and you get telehealth access anytime you need it. And this is great, too. Unlike health insurance, you can lock in one low monthly price for up to $10 years. So don't get stuck with increasing costs. Call MetaShare 65 Plus and find out how much you can save. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55.
9: 833-SHARE-55. Discover the magnificence of Canada and New England during the height of fall splendor on a Christian cruise featuring Alistair Bay. Sign up now, 855-565-5519 or at deeperfaithcruise.com.
0: All right, welcome back. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us for the final few minutes of today's show. Um, If you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that I'm a a hardcore advocate for pro-life, for protecting the life of unborn children, uh, for protecting the life of innocent life everywhere. Um, Whether you're an older person and the state's trying to kill you off uh, to make space, quote-unquote, for other people, whether you're someone who has challenges and doesn't live life with quite as much ease as uh, many of us do um whether you are born of a certain racial component or even um sexual proclivity component uh, I don't I don't believe that I have the right as a fellow human to say to anybody you're empowered to kill an innocent person a person that's done no wrong um, by the way, I'm not saying that all life is equal. If you have become a serial killer, uh, you deserve to die. Um, you forfeit your life when you take the innocent, the, the life of innocent people. But there's a new term you're going to have to get used to hearing called wrongful birth lawsuits. And I believe that this is a this is a very bizarre legal term. Uh, and out of Austria. The Supreme Court there has ruled that there is actually a little girl that should not have been born. Now, this is pretty frightening when a court can say, no, you should have never been here. Think about what they're saying. A court is saying that in their estimation of the law, you should never have been put into existence. God felt differently. He let you come into existence the court says you don't deserve to exist. That is flabbergasting to me. It's a good way to weed ourselves right out of existence. But he said that the girl should not have been born and that cost of raising her will be borne by the doctor who failed to identify her imperfections in time to facilitate her feticide. Um. So we're right back to where we were a few years ago talking about eugenics. Instead of this time it being someone crazy and evil like Margaret Sanger putting up Planned Parenthoods in every um, black population in North America trying to kill off black children simply because they're black and simply because they're poor and simply because they are in uh, areas that... Um, she felt like needed to be um, expunged of black people. Instead of it being someone in the private sector like Margaret Zanger, now it's the court at least it is in Austria and the, the, the sin that will get you killed not being perfect. The court said to the doctor you didn't tell the parents of the imperfections and you didn't abort her so now you have to pay for the fact that you delivered her. And friends, we're not talking about a farm animal. We're talking about a human life. The Austrian court said that life did not deserve to live. That is a scary place. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.